good fucking morrow, everybody. This is the darker side of midnight. I am Matt Blaze, producer board up of the other side of midnight with Frank Morano. Joining me as always, he is associate producer of the other side of midnight, overnight sports anchor, telephone talent coordinator, the runway model. Kenny's here. Yo, we back. Also joining us, of course, what happened to the music? I turned it all the way down already. Yeah. That's what happens when you've been off for a week. True. You, you lose a little bit of the touch. Ah. Let me introduce our local board operator, the one and only Elias is here. We are back. Yeah, I, I did. I lose. I, I'm not used to it. I feel naked now with no music. <laughs> I, I, I My hype was taken away. Yeah, I, I, I know. It was a little kill. Hold on. Let me start over. Kill the mood. We're going to do it again. Hold on. <laughs> take, take to it. Good morrow, everybody. This is the darker side of midnight. I am Matt Blaze, producer and board up of the other side of midnight with Frank Morano. Joining me as always, he is the associate producer of the other side of midnight. Telephone talent coordinator, phone screener, overnight sports anchor, the runway model. Kenny's here. Yeah. Also joining us, he is our local board operator, the one and only Elias is here. We are back. That is right. See, that was a proper way to do the intro. Hell yeah. That's how we got to do it every time. That's what happens when you're off for a week and two days. That's what it was. We have not done a podcast since the Thursday before last Thursday. Two Thursdays. Too long. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's what happened, and here's why we didn't even announce on the podcast that this was going to be the last podcast for a while was because we did the podcast... On Thursday, whatever that date was. I don't even know the date. It was the end of July. Mm. Thursday, we finished the podcast. We walked out into the hallway, and Justin Ellick said, Hey, are you good to run the early news, the news hour with Noam Laden next week? Because Lou Ruffino is going to be out. And then Lou pops out of the control room and goes, Oh, and tomorrow, too. Yeah. And Jessica goes, oh, yeah, right. Tomorrow, meaning Friday. And I said, sure, of course, no problem. But that means we will not be doing a podcast because I'm not going to make you guys sit here till 6 a.m. because I'd be running the board and you guys will be twiddling your thumbs and waiting to do it and missing trains and buses and whatever you do. So I said, all right. We're just not going to do the podcast until Frank comes back. Also, uh, we're not going to talk about Curtis. We're not going to talk about Dominic. We're not going to do that. We're here. This is the darker side of midnight where, where we talk about what Frank Morano talked about on the other side of midnight for this for that day. Now, today being August 8th. Yeah. Wow, it's August 8th already. That is crazy. August 8th. But since we did not do one yesterday... Uh, we'll do yesterday's two. We'll talk about some of the things that he talked about yesterday. So that is the reason why we didn't even announce it, but I put it out in the Facebook group. So if you have not yet joined the Morano Radio Fans and Haters Facebook group, you can do so at your leisure, meaning right now. Go join. Go do it. And go see what's going on, because I do post stuff 
in there about the podcast once in a while. I post a podcast in there and some things that are going on. So I did post it there that there won't be a darker side for a while. But if you're not a member, you wouldn't have known that. And you might be like, yeah, where the fuck were those guys all this time? Well, this is the reason. There you go. We had other things to do. So that's why. All right. So being that yesterday was Frank's first show back, and we always do a podcast starting on Tuesday now, not Monday, because I come in early. Actually, Ken was also in early on Sunday, and we had been here for like 12 hours, and it was like, you know... We're not doing podcasts on Monday anymore. Yeah, we got to get out of here. Because 5 a.m. comes and we're like, let's get the hell out of here. I get here, I get here pretty late. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. Yeah, I know. You get here like like 12.30 a.m. and we've been here since 5 p.m. Yeah. 5.30 in the afternoon. <laughs> so we're just like, by 5 a.m., we're just like, yeah, I want to go home right now. I've been here too long. Yeah. So that's that's the reason why we have, we have postponed Monday's podcasts. But we'll talk about what he did. On Monday morning. And what I wanted to talk about, first of all, was Monday is commendations. Friday is denunciations. So I don't know because I didn't listen. Maybe if those of you who like to go back and listen to Monday's Other Side of Midnight show, if Frank did announce coming up, we have denunciations. I don't know what he said. I know when he went to me to play the sounder that I play, the big accommodations, I did play that one, and then he proceeded to do denunciations. Yeah. And then about halfway through denunciations, I went to Ken, "Um, today's Monday. Today's accommodation day. What the hell is he doing? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I know this guy's been on vacation too long. He's got yeah, vacation real, brain. Starting the week with a bummer. It, it went over like everyone's head. Yeah, like, like, like I you mean, I the sounder and then I printed the articles and then right. Frank actually set up the rundown with putting it on the rundown. He did put denunciations sure on he it. Put denunciation. Yeah, <laughs> on yes, the run on everything. But I was like, oh, it's you know because I look at the soundboard and I know where the sounds are, but I I know it's Monday accommodations. Friday, denunciations. We start the week off accommodating people. We end the week with denouncing people. That's how it's always been. So halfway through, I go, why is he denouncing people? It's accommodations. And then I said, "Uh, we'll just wait until he's over, and then I'll tell him. Yeah, he puts denunciations. (laughs) So I told him afterwards. And then he's like, oh, why did you say anything? So, well, I didn't realize it until about five minutes ago. Yeah, and then he realized, well, I, Whatever. You know, I kind of backed myself into a corner. I can't blame anyone else. <laughs> right, yeah, he can't blame anyone else because yeah. that's all him. If you told him in the middle, what what was he going to do? Is he he's going to take a bunch of – he's going to spin it all on its head? Right, he's not going to do anything. <laughs> and I mean, I, and, I, and I we have different music. So there's two songs that play during commendations. There's one song that plays during denunciations. Mm-hmm. I played the two songs like we always play. But it wasn't even until halfway through that I realized, wait a second, he's denouncing people. He's supposed to be commending people. Yeah, so start the Monday so, off on a positive note. Monday after vacation, he screwed the whole thing up. Yeah, so he was definitely pretty rusty. Too, <laughs> yeah. too many bourbons was, in, uh, yes. in Jersey. Still in vacation mode coming back, uh, and that's what happened. So I was like, all right. And he goes, well, 
I guess we'll just switch him this week. And he turned it into a positive by saying, well, for those of you uh, that listen to us in St. Louis, that only car- St. Louis only carries the show on Mondays, you're hearing denunciations for the first time. <laughs> so is he gonna have to? He's gonna have to come up with a lot of commendations coming up this week if he wants to get back to normal. Well, that's what he's gonna do. He's gonna do commendations on Friday. And we then, just reversed. And then commendations on Monday. Right. That's what will end up happening. He's gonna have to, have to be extra positive. Well, you got to get back into it. So now he's yeah, he's got to find extra commendations to accommodate. Well, he yeah, should go back true. and just do look at stuff from this week before to accommodate people. Yeah, that's true, too. He could definitely do that. Right. Since he didn't do it on Monday, he could still accommodate the people that he would have done. Yeah. And that's just the way he'll he'll end up doing it. The other thing that he talked about, uh, or that I wanted to mention, was that last year he brought us magnets from Cape May. And he did get you a magnet, Ken, because I remembered that he basically gave us magnets and said, Pick which ones you oh, want, yeah. and I gave them to you and said, whichever one you don't want, I'll take the other one. Dude, I have no idea where that magnet is. Mine's on the refrigerator. I'll be real frank. I don't I know did. what happened to that. I put it on the refrigerator. It's still there. <laughs> Kate May. All right, you know. I got I got the Frank magnet from Kate May. I think I have a Carmine magnet of really? Carmine's face. I think so. I think it's a magnet huh. that, he, that I got. I have a Curtis magnet, too. The, oh boy. the Curtis oh, Lewis show magic. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Truth Cur- be told, I drew a mustache. On yeah, we drew, we drew a mustache. There was there was a magnet, <laughs> a Curtis magnet on the refrigerator here in the kitchen here. And Ken's like, hey, we should draw, draw a mustache on it. I go, go ahead, draw a mustache on it. Meanwhile, it was one of like four. Like it was on top of like three yeah, other magnets. Yeah, that's right. There was a bunch of them. <laughs> so we drew, Ken, I should say we, Ken drew the mustache yeah. at my urging. <laughs> And then, like, two days later, we realized it's gone. Like, somebody took it off. Yeah, we're like, Like, they didn't like that we drew a mustache on Curtis's face. Like, come on. We drew, Curtis like, definitely we, didn't we take drew, it off. No, he doesn't he even doesn't go to that. He, he, he probably can't even see it. Yeah, for He's real. He's so blind. Yeah, and, and we draw, we defiled uh, and defaced, I should say, Frank's uh, image on our podcast logo. Well, yeah, our, the, look at the logo on the podcast. I drew a mustache and nose. Like, he looks like Groucho Marx. <laughs> Yeah. On that the logo that I drew in, on with red, with yeah, a red with mustache. red, with a big red uh, marker. But Curtis, <laughs> this was this. When was it? Last week, I think. Curtis comes in. So when he was doing Frank's show, he was coming in at three o'clock in the morning, or he'd be here by two a.m. While Dominic was on, right? So one day he walks in, and he puts his glasses on, and there's an arm missing. From one oh, side yeah. of his glasses. <laughs> so he's got half an arm. He's got only one side has the arm. And the way Curtis wears his glasses is because he puts headphones on and he can't put the glasses on his ears, he puts the glasses, he tucks them up into his beret. And the glasses are facing down. So he can, it's easier for him to look down and read down. So that's how the glasses always are no matter what. But with one arm, he had to do it. Tuck it in one, and they kept falling off. They kept hitting the microphone. It was was just, we're just watching him. And he's just like staring in, and the way it looked, right? With one hanging on. Yeah, because usually the glasses that he wears are, I don't know what kind of frames they are, maybe like normal, like gold or like clear. They're wire frames. Yeah, like wire frames, but these frames were like black. So you could see the frame, and you see this one arm in one going into one side of its beret. The other <laughs> half has nothing. 
and he's just reading, doing his normal thing, and the glasses kept falling. You hear it hit the microphone a couple of times. Yeah, and he I think he mentioned it, too. I can't even see yeah. my glasses. <laughs> he did. He said, my glasses. My glasses <laughs> are falling off. I don't know what's going on. Blames it on us. You know, you always blame it. The Frank Morano crew. Oh, yeah, always. He always blames it on us. So, Frank, this year, he didn't get Ken anything, but he got me the WrestleMania three. Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant socks. Yeah. So one sock has Andre on it. One sock has Hogan on it. And I realized when I went home, so the way the socks are, they're spread out like they're they're flat. Mm-hmm. So it's like a, a long, what would you say that thing was? The 12, inch, 12 inches long, maybe more yeah, than 18 prob- inches? Yeah, probably. It's about 18 inches, and it's like, so because they're flat, so you can actually see the Hulk Hogan and the Andre on the sock. Yeah, so cool. they're almost like stockings. Well, they're not stockings. I mean, they they're socks. socks. They're, yeah, yeah. Well, all... socks are long. I mean, they're not little right. short I mean, socks. Yeah. So they definitely probably go to your knee. No. Oh, maybe. Maybe because they were pretty they were long. they were size eight to twelve. So I don't. They would go at least halfway up your shin. I mean, yeah. those are what dress socks do. Right. Sure. Anyway. So, but I noticed when you turn it around because it's on a backboard of plastic. Says wrestling. Mm-hmm. You know, WF, whatever. And if you turn it around, it actually has the picture. Of Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant, that the socks are modeled on. Oh, that's cool. the actual picture, nice. now, which I didn't realize till I went home, and I was like, "Oh wow, that is the actual picture." You turn around and you see the socks. So I did post a picture of the socks in the Facebook group. Again, Murano Radio fans and haters, yeah, so join the Facebook group. So the picture of the socks. But Ken said, "I didn't get me anything last year." No, 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 I, I, you got a magnet, pal. Yeah. This year you got I, shit. I forgot about the magnet. This year to get nothing. He might as well have got me nothing last year. Didn't you talk about splitting the socks? Did I I hear that? Oh, yeah, because I was like, yeah, me me and Matt will just split a sock each. Yeah, I I, I think you said said that, that. yeah. Yeah, and then somebody else I saw posted that, I think it was Neil. Neil posted that that I should have had, that he should get me two boxes, like two pairs, so otherwise they don't match because one's Hogan and one's Andre. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I should have like two that yeah. match each other. Yeah. Like two, the two Hogan's, two the two Hogan. Hon- yeah. So I yeah. need another set. It's okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna wear them. They will be displayed somewhere. Yeah. That, Probably that nowhere. Is, that is Frame true. Frame it with the picture. I wouldn't wear. I, first of all, I'm oh. not a sock guy. I appreciate the gift, but I'm never. I would never wear. Them. I wouldn't throw it out either. But I, I would never wear that. Yeah. Plus, most of the time, people aren't gonna see them. Yeah. Because like you got. Unless I wear on. shorts. You can wear shorts, but I could pull that move. Yeah. I'd wear shorts with flip flops and and Hulk Hogan Andre the Giant socks. That's that's a boardwalk. Uh, oh, a hundred percent. That's oh, a yeah. that's a Benny move. That's what we call me now that I'm a a shore regular or a shore. Not, I'm not I'm not native to the shore. A, a shore resident yeah. for the past how many years have I lived there since 2007? How many years is that? That is. That is uh, Come on, Elias. You're in school. 16 years. 16 years, like I said. I've been a shore resident for the past 16 years. I am no longer considered a Benny. A Benny is what shore people call residents that come from North Jersey and New York that just come to the Jersey Shore. You're a Benny. But that is a Benny move to wear sandals and socks and like some kind of sweatpant shorts. Oh, yeah. And a uh, wife beater T-shirt. That, is that politically correct yeah, to say? With the chain. Or guinea tea. Oh, I can't say that. Oh, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean. Who cares? So that's like the the outfit. 
I could go to the Jersey Shore and just people watch. Oh yeah, it's, dude, it's it the is best. the funniest, that greatest the city, thing ever. I mean, it's just classic what you say. Yeah, in the it's city, the go to Times shit. Square and just watch people all day long. Dude, even like the subway, I'm like, what the hell am I looking at right now? Yeah, you it's definitely like the see craziest your, shit. There's a bunch of weirdos. I've oh, seen yeah. I've seen some wonderful street performances off of 14th Street. Yeah, those are good <laughs> things. I'm talking about the weirdos. Yeah, like, and I don't mean like I don't mean mentally disturbed people, or I, I'm talking about just people that walk around in weird outfits. Oh yeah, like yeah. they know what they're doing. Yeah, no, that's you know what, what I mean. Like, like they they are actually trying to stand out. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I that's what I meant. There was a there was a guy who was dressed up as a um I think he was literally an esophagus. Like yeah. like the like the artery. And he was what? he was just like the science project. He was like wriggling around on the floor. What the hell? As you... as if he is like a So that was performance art? Yeah. Exactly. He no tip jar though. So <laughs> so, so, those, so he was just like, hey, I'm gonna dress up as an esophagus that esophagus that just got ripped out of somebody's throat yep. lying on the floor and how it would be bouncing around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a that that's and his call day it, and call it art. Yep. Get the hell Yo, out of here. Boss, it's, I, it's I can't not art. come into work today. I gotta be an esophagus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll be a little late for work today. I'm doing my performance art in the subway. Oh wow, what are you? A singer? You a musician? No. I'm an esophagus. <laughs> yeah. And I don't even have a tip What do jar. you do? Um I just roll around the floor. Looking like a worm. It's a political statement. Yeah, political yeah. statement for what? I don't know, but it's some kind of political statement. That's what I'm making. They say, um, uh, you know you what? Never know what we, we won't be needing you to come in this week. Yeah, yeah. Or ever Thank again. you for I think your service. Done. That's it. Also, uh, here's an issue that Frank did talk about yesterday. was, And he was against it, by the way. Was the fentanyl strips. Mm. Uh, fentanyl strips are test strips to see... If your drugs have fentanyl in them, and Frank was against it, saying, "Why are we?" He said it wasn't. It's not promoting drug use, but like people are doing illegal drugs. Why should the government and the taxpayers be paying for test strips to see if their drugs are laced with fentanyl? And because fentanyl is so lethal, like just a drop of it can kill you. Like it's it's bad. But if it's used correctly, it's used as a painkiller. And even Curtis has said he was on fentanyl. Mm-hmm. Um, look, Prince Tom Petty died from fentanyl. Yeah. Um, and Frank was very much against this because of illegal drugs, the fentanyl strips. Why should we be giving, paying for this? And I said, you're 100% wrong. Mm-hmm. I liken this to back in the day when they first said, we want to start passing out condoms in high school. Right. And the thinking was, kids are going to have sex. Just because you tell them not to, they're still going to do it. 100%. So why don't we give them condoms? And people then were saying, well, this is promoting sex. No. It's not promoting sex. It's saying, look, we don't want you to do this. But if you're going to do it, be smart about it. Mm -hmm. And there's still people, I'm sure, to this day that have issues with that. So I thought of that immediately when I thought of the fentanyl test strips to test if your drugs have fentanyl in it. 
Now, the other thing Frank kept saying, and a lot of the callers were talking about, saying about the illegal drugs, illegal drugs. Well, if you haven't heard the news, marijuana is now legal in New York and in New Jersey. So who's to say that somebody who doesn't know that where, where their marijuana came from— Or cocaine— well, cocaine is we, kids can do that. yeah, but cocaine's illegal. I'm talking about the legal, oh, legal aspect drugs. of it. Okay, because they kept saying illegal, 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 and I'm saying no. There could be fentanyl on marijuana, and marijuana is now legal. So mm-hmm. you might be you don't know. Look, you're at a party. There's a joint being passed around. It could have fentanyl in it, and you wouldn't even know. Or you get the drugs from somebody else. They tell you, oh, yeah, it's on the up and up. Who knows where they really got it from? And just to be safe, wouldn't it be nice if you had these fentanyl test strips to test if the legal marijuana has fentanyl in it? Of course. Mm-hmm. Do you want people dying? No. Right. And, and exactly. And the other aspect, too, which you basically kind of touched on, is like if someone's going to do drugs, they're going to do drugs. Right. So yes. why not? Try to save their life right. and provide them with a test strip. It's a test. I mean, look, there are places that are providing needles for right. heroin addicts right. to shoot up heroin. So, yes, whole with, syringes. Now, like, that I can understand being against because that is like saying, well, you know, if you're going to do it, we'll give you the needle. But, it's, but again, you, what you just said, if they're not getting the needles from you, then they're going to go somewhere else and get the needle. Yeah. They're, they're still going to do the drugs. Mm-hmm. So if they're going to do the drugs... And if they could say, you know what, I'm going to do this heroin, I'm going to do this cocaine, but, you know, I know how much heroin I can take or how much cocaine I can do, but if there's fentanyl in it, I don't want to die. Yeah. So let me just test if it has fentanyl. What is wrong with it? I don't understand where there's a problem with that. There's nothing wrong with having these fentanyl test strips because if it saves lives— that's the whole point of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's the same same reason why we fund hospitals, right? Like the, the same reason why there's healthcare. Closer to the mic. Yeah, yeah come a little. Same reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Why there? Why why we fund hospitals and rehab centers and all these things? We're preventing people from dying. No matter who you are, or what you what you're addicted to, yeah, like you, you have a right to live. Right. Mm-hmm. If you're look, you're doing drugs, and again, you could be uh, smoking marijuana. Very legal right now. I mean, how many times have we played the cut of Mayor Adams, I smell some weed, I mean, all the time. So why not have fentanyl strips that may save somebody's life, and they go, oh, my God, this is laced with X amount of fentanyl. If I would have smoked this joint, I'd be dead. Yeah. Could you imagine? Right. And then maybe, and think, think of this. Maybe they go, you know what? Maybe I might make sure that I know where my weed's coming from. Like, I'll go to an actual weed store mm-hmm. and buy it. Or if they're doing heroin, maybe they might just say, you know what, maybe I shouldn't do heroin anymore because I could die. Right. Wait, maybe. Wait, uh, no, know, maybe. Heroin now, if you're doing pills, you're fucked because I don't think this, those you can't use strips on the pills. I have no idea how the strips work. So I'm not sure. I maybe, mean, how do maybe you... Maybe just uh, brushing it against it. Something like that. I don't know. Get discolored and the tell There is a... Um, well, there's like a video. I did look up when we were talking about it yesterday about the strips and there was instructional videos on how to use the strips. So I don't know what it actually... How you actually use a strip. 
Mm. But if you can test it, if it's in the marijuana or in the cocaine or in the heroin, right? Maybe you just gotta tap it on the pill, and it'll tell you if it if it's got fentanyl in it or not. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it tells you how much is in it, but just the fact that it has anything in it, if you're smoking or shooting up drugs, whatever you're doing, you may not want to do it if it's got too much fentanyl. And maybe, listen, maybe you want the fentanyl. Yeah, that's another problem. I feel like the deeper you go with the more hardcore drug, that they want. If you're it. an addict at that point, you don't care. Because like, they're like, yeah, the I high. did fentanyl and it was great. And then they don't yeah. realize that, well, you know, you do a little bit. Like, they say, like, one drop. Yeah, that's of fentanyl is lethal. Like you could that's die. Crazy to think about. Man, I'm not touching that stuff but ever. Half a, half a drop, half a drop will save you some pain. Yeah, half yeah. a drop. I mean, like I said, Curtis said he was on fentanyl as a painkiller. You can use it as a painkiller, but it's very easy mm-hmm. to overdose. Now on to some of today's topics that Frank talked about: the serving age. That there are states that are lowering the age where uh, teenagers can serve alcohol to like 15, 16. So if you have a job as a 15-year-old or 16-year-old or whatever the age, I guess the the age that you can work, that you could be a bartender Mm -hmm. and serve alcohol. And Frank was 100% against this saying this now does put these young people in a situation where if they work in a bar, they can take a sip of alcohol. And I said to myself and to Ken, as he was talking about it, that this, what Frank is saying, is 100% absurd. Um, Because if you're working a job and you're working in a place that's responsible and they hired you, let's say even as a bartender, right? And they go, all right, you're 15, 16, you're going to be my bartender. There's ca- there's cameras everywhere. We're going to know, A, if you take a drink. A lot of places, now I'm talking about regular bars that don't have 16-year-olds, that have 21 up working there, right? right? They do not allow people to drink while they're working. Mm-hmm. It's just not allowed. Frank sort of put this vision that it was like a frat house. Like your friends are hanging out, like you're 16 and your friends are going to come into the bar and you're going to be giving them drinks. Yeah, and like, right. dude, I mean... that's not going to happen. It's still going to be a bar that they're going to card you before you come in. It's still... It doesn't mean you're going to start giving your 16-year-old friends drinks, beer, alcohol, whatever. Places, ownership still has to be responsible. Frank made it sound like, oh, you know they're going to take a sip. No, I don't know that. That's like saying anybody who works at a bar is all of a sudden an alcoholic and is going to drink on the job. Right, yeah. They still have a job to do. It's not like like a 15-year-old working at Applebee's is going to see the new... Is going to see the sangria and be like, you know, right before I give it to him, let me take a couple, a couple swigs. Yeah, like, and, like and they're gonna, they're gonna totally have a, fucked up. Right, like they're gonna, they're gonna have a tray of sangria or a couple of beers and be like, you know what? Before I give it to this guy, I'm gonna take a sip out of it. Like that's not gonna happen. And even then, even then, even if they do take a sip, which is totally wrong and really no, they're weird, not gonna take a sip. But 
They're not going to get drunk. But even, dude, they're not going to take it. You're not going to drink somebody else's drink. Well, there's cameras listen, around. There's, there's some, people there's around. There's some 15-year-olds. That there's are, managers they're around. around. They're doing anything. No, yeah. not well, when you're working in a job. They're not going to do that because there's eyes on you yeah, everywhere. I mean, to begin with, even if you made your own drink, like, the, the boss is going to fire you if he sees that. That's what I'm saying. So you, first of all, you can't you're make your own. You're not going to jeopardize your own Right. First of all, right, you're not going to jeopardize, if you, even if, let's say you work at a restaurant, any kind of chain restaurant, right, you as a server, you don't make the drinks. You go to the bartender, the bartender makes the drinks, and then you take them from the bar. You don't make your own. Yeah. So you're not going to take the, you're busy, you're working, you're not going to start drinking the drinks. And that's at a restaurant. I'm saying, let's just say you're actually a bartender behind the bar. You're still not going to drink. Now, I know and I remember, and I'm sure there are places like this that, hey, you buy the bartender a drink or they do a shot with you or whatever. I'm sure that still happens. But I know a lot of places now, they don't do that anymore. They don't allow the bartenders to drink on the job. And if there are responsible bar owners, they will not allow the people that work for them to drink while they're working. I've mm. watched many episodes of Bar Rescue. Yeah. Or many Good episodes. Because show. that show's been on for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I've watched a lot of episodes. And he would go nuts. What's that guy's name? The, the guy oh, who yeah. does it? The Bar Rescue? I'd watch this dude go name? nuts when he would, because they'd always do surveillance beforehand. Because they go, all right, we're going to see what the problems are in this bar. So they sit outside in the car and they got cameras in the bar, and he's got a tablet, and it's like him, and it's like some bartender who's like the guy, the, some some woman who's won like the bartending contest in yeah. Vegas. Then he's got some head chef, and they're looking at the kitchen. Did you get the guy's name? Yeah, John Taffer. Yeah, John Taffer. Yeah. And they're sitting in a car surveilling the bar, <laughs> and they'll be like, "Look at this! Let's look at this girl! Look at her! She, she's pouring a drink for herself." And he gets pissed. He goes every time in every show. He goes. That's it. I can't take this anymore. Yeah, I can't storm. take it. And he storms in. <laughs> and he walks in. He goes, where's the so-and-so, the owner? And he goes, what's going on? Shut it down right now. Yeah. He kicks everyone yeah. out. It's shuts like the a, whole thing it's down. It's like a freaking police raid. <laughs> <laughs> he shuts it all down, and they redo it. So I don't think that 15-year-olds and 16-year-olds are going to be drinking in the way Frank made it sound like they were at a frat house party. Yeah, he, he makes it seem like it's going to be exactly like a frat house or that exactly like you said, that his their friends are going to be coming in there and he's going right. to be serving. Like he's, make, he's like, making it sound like, no, you're ha- like you're 15 and your parents went away for the weekend and you have your friends over and you're yeah. raiding the liquor cabinet. Or, or like the owner is just going to let the, the yeah. kid have multiple drinks. Right, like there's no like supervision, not... there's no management, there's no ownership, <laughs> there's no cameras it's everywhere. It's a bunch of 15-year-olds yeah. running yeah. a bar. But yeah, like the bouncers are going to let all the friends in and just like, <laughs> here you go. Well, the owner's going to put their entire livelihood on the line because yeah. they they got a 15-year-old as a bartender that wants to let their friends in. Yeah. Like, it's not going to happen. If anything, it further promotes working, starting kids young to in the workforce. Well, yeah. It gives you a whole other occupation that you could try to apply for. And that's what it is because you're saying the problem of people not wanting to do those jobs, so now you can bring in younger people. They learn how to do it. They learn how to make some drinks. I don't see why he made it sound like I said, like a frat house. And I just yeah. don't think that's going to happen. Now, 
coming from me, which is a person who was never a big drinker ever, but look, did I drink illegally, meaning when I was like 17? Yeah, I don't think I even got drunk until I was 21. Right. Like, actually really drunk. You know, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think I did. Have you, Elias? Uh, got drunk before I was 21? Yeah. Not in God's name, no. Uh, yeah, but, you did. But I, I watched down... You were passed out on the floor vomiting in the bathroom. <laughs> I thought we I, I thought we kept it on the low. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> at Plattsburgh. Yeah, yeah, what else did you do in Plattsburgh? Yeah, we're going to oh, air it. snowed in. You're snowed in the, half, the, half the winter. The Berg. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, my roommates, my roommates had, um, there was no room for anything in our fridge because every week they would fill it with uh, two cases of beer. What kind of beer? Uh, Cheap? Natural Very light? Keystone. Oh, Keystone? God. Keystone. We were, we were Natty Lights, man. Natty yeah, Light Natty all the lights way. Too. Natty yeah, Light all the way. I, uh, say, I, I, I think Elias turns into the biggest party animal when yeah. he gets drunk. <laughs> nope. He's got the shirt off. He's got the, the shirt waving. Woo! Yeah. He's like, yeah! I'm tired. He's like, let's bang some tired. chicks! You get tired? Yeah, no. Nah. There's, there, I, nah, I, he's I, got vodka Red Bulls. For real. <laughs> yeah, right. He's doing shots all night. No, I got the, um, oh, what's that? What's the what's the Polish uh, 97%? Um, Smirnoff? What, liquor? No, yeah, liquor. Jaeger bomb? Um, no, no. You drop that bomb in the, into the into the you, you take <laughs> the, the Jaeger the Jaeger shot and drop it into the <laughs> that's the Irish car bomb right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah see see he knows uh... kid knows see he's trying to be coy over here oh yeah I don't do that as soon as I described <laughs> it he knew exactly what I was talking <laughs> about got him. he's like I've done a bunch of those all right shut it down all night all night there's nothing wrong. I think I never did an Irish car bomb. I never did any of that stuff. Really? I, I was for in, real. No, I I'll a, tell you if I did. I only disgusting. know about it because I was in um. No, the story. I was in a Russian bar in Montreal. Oh, the only this is why he knows about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Listen, there were all these Russian guys sitting at the um sitting at the bar, and yeah, there was something going on. It was a it was like a uh, Thursday night, whatever. <laughs> and they they all got. Them and the bartender, they right. all got a car bomb and they all did it at the same time. Yeah, it was they they were offering to buy everybody drinks. It was how it was many did you do? None, ever. Yeah, he, he did ever. none. None. Yeah. Scouts honor. They bought they bought everybody except for me. Is what he's saying. <laughs> everybody. Well, I've told you. I mean, I don't know if I told you, but the the most I've did. I mean, when, when I turned twenty one, I did five triple shots. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of absolute impeachment. Mm-hmm. Five triple shots. Fun night. So that's 15 shots yeah. for those of you playing at home on my 21st birthday. And I was toast. <laughs> and I remember, here's what happened. I'm in the bar with my friend. I'm drunk as drunk can be. And I remember I was leaning in a corner like there was a divider where the where there was an aisle when you walked in the bar and there was like a the big divider and I'm kind of drunk in this corner and there was a ta- there was tables and I remember my friend saying to me do you want to leave and I was like no no I'm good he's like are you sure you don't you don't you you want to leave because if you want to leave we got to go now otherwise we can't leave till later when our ride is going to be later mm-hmm. I was like no no I'm good I'm like I'm good I'm good so literally Three minutes later, I'm like, we got to go. 
He's like, we can't go. I just told you. He's like, we can't go. We have no more ride. I go, no, no, no. I go, no, 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 no. This is me drunk. No, 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 no. You don't understand. We got to go because I'm about to throw up. And he was like, no. I said, oh, yeah. Did you get outside? And I was like, I'm throwing up right now. (laughs) I leaned over this divider. Oh, God. And I threw up right there. In this little corner, over the divider, because the divider was like halfway, it was like maybe like 30 feet high, so my elbows were on it. I leaned over, and I'm throwing up over this divider, because I drank, like I said, five triple shots, absolute peach tree, but I hadn't eaten a lot. So anybody who knows when you drink vodka and you throw up, it's like just throwing up water. It's not disgustingly disgusting like vomit. So that's what it was. It was all water. But I remember there were these two girls like sitting at this table right there and they're watching me throw up. And I just looked up at them like, sorry, you know, I'm like all fucked up. I remember it all. And then my friend was like, he's bigger than me. He's 6'4". And he was like, all right, we got to get out of here before we get arrested. And he's like, he like takes me by the elbows and like sort of like helps me out. Like I wasn't like falling over. And we just walked outside and outside was his sister, who was a year older than me, and her friends that I did know, you know, we, from high school. Yeah. And they were just like, I got to the girl's car, and she's like, she's like, please don't throw up in my car. And I'm yeah. like, no, 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 I'm done. I'm done with that already. I'm done throwing up. But I, I, that was the most, one of the most times I've been drunk. I, there's only been, really, in my life, handful. I can count on one hand where I've been that drunk that I threw up. I think I've only thrown up maybe three times in my life from drinking. I can't say the same. <laughs> I'm on the Murano wavelength. You know, like last weekend <laughs> I was yakking up a storm. <laughs> no, I actually haven't in, in a good amount of time, but boy, is that the worst. So I have no problem with 15-year-olds and 16-year-olds serving alcohol, working in a bar, because I know in this day and age where there's cameras everywhere and people watching you that it's not going to happen. Yeah. Because no one's going to risk their livelihood, their liquor license, and their restaurant or bar for 15- and 16-year-olds drinking. It's not going to happen. Nope. The other thing Frank talked about was this whole tip jar thing, and I'm with him. I don't think... Uh, I don't like tip jars everywhere. I don't like if you didn't do anything for me that I need to tip you no. just because you're it, doing your job. It's the iPad that gets me. It's it's the it's the same screen with the would you like to tip 10, 15, 20, or 25%. Right. And, and that that bothers me because the, these people are looking right at me. Oh, yeah. And I'm looking right at back the counter, at them. When you're at the counter, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm looking right back at them, and I'm clicking no tip. Well, the thing is, well, that's why I told Frank on the yeah. air. Right. The same thing at Starbucks. They have this stupid iPad, yep. and they're looking exactly. They're looking. They're standing right there at you, waiting for and you. And you feel like an asshole hitting no tip. Yeah, because you like, know, because you know, you. right? Because you just you, made me a coffee, like. Yeah, because you know they're looking at that same thing on the other side. Right. They can see it. So when you hit no, they know you hit no. Sometimes you you catch out of the corner of your eye, like you see them look away. Right. They don't. They don't. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't want to look. So they don't want to make it like they're like they're pressuring you yeah. into tiffing. So I don't go into Starbucks because I fucking hate Starbucks. I can't stand. <laughs> I hate coffee. I walk into Starbucks and it makes me want to throw up. But I don't mind. I know what you're saying, but a lot of restaurants now have that. Like you go in, and they actually have a little screen, 
and like you yeah. could play games on it and crap like that. Oh, and like the chilies and the Applebee's. Yeah, yeah and exactly. the bill yeah. will come up on that. I so like that, that I don't mind because yeah. there is a server. Mm-hmm. It just makes things faster. Like you don't have to wait for them to actually bring you the bill. You, right. It's just right there. So you can tip that way. You use your card right there. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit different. That's like you're tipping a a server. It's not like you're going into a Starbucks or an ice cream shop or someplace like that where they have a tip jar. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm not tipping. I mean, if you get if you want me to tip, you better do a song and dance for me. You better like be really outgoing and funny and make me be like, you know what? I want to help you out. Give me Not, an extra scoop. Yeah, maybe even yeah. that, something like that, like something that makes me actually say, you know what? This was a great experience coming in here. Yeah, I'm gonna throw you an extra two, three bucks. You know what? Like, you know what? Like the. The asshole, <laughs> the asshole move is what? is like if you get something and you pay with cash and they give you like, like the two quarters and like a dime. And then you throw it in the jar. You put it in the jar. It is. I feel like such an asshole doing I that. I do it though. Yeah, you know, get rid of the change. Yeah, because you kind of like because you kind of do you know why? Because you kind of go, you know what? This sixty cents means jack shit to me. <laughs> you can take it. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Basically, yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. So you, you kind of feel like. Maybe I should throw a dollar in with that. Yeah. But then it's only a dollar. Right. You know what I mean? Dollar sixty-two. Like what? Where, where is that? But there going? was that. There was. I think it was a Seinfeld episode where, like, when you tip on certain things, like you want to make sure they see you tip, like yeah. stick the money in the jar. Right. So I know, like, there's a like I go to the car wash. So there's a place by me that they do oil changes and car washes, mm. and if you get an oil change, you get a free car wash oh, that's with the cool. oil change. That's nice. So you got to go in, you pay for the oil change, they give you the thing and they stamp it and they go, here's your free car wash and you have a month to get the car wash. But I end up going back around, you get out, you go back inside yeah. and you hand the guy, the other guy, the car wash thing. So they, the car goes through the car wash and then they have the tip thing, the tip box outside the car wash for the guys that are drying your car. Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, I swear to God, I owe, they're drying, my car's still going through the wash. And it, then it comes out, and I watch it come out, and I, there's like there's a big rubber stopper, and I always think like, is the car gonna go over the stopper and then go into the street? It never yeah. does. I always think it's going to, but it never does. <laughs> anyway, when that my car comes out, and I see those guys make the move from the one car to go to my car, mm-hmm. that's when I make my move to make sure they see me. Put the three, four, five dollars, because sometimes if I have a five, I just throw a five, and I don't. Yeah, that skips the guy. I'll put the five dollars in the tip jar, and I want to make sure they know I'm the one who put that five dollars in. I want oh, them yeah. at least to see know know that I'm tipping them something. So they're gonna be they're gonna you know do a good job drying my car because sometimes I've been there where I've seen them they do like like an okay job. You know what I mean? They they go over the car very quickly. Yeah. I want to make sure they got the car in all the five dollars worth. Yeah, I want to make sure they got all the spots where they're not there's not spots on the mirror that are gonna dry up, and now I got a spotty mirror. I I want to make sure they do a good job. So I'm I I wait. That's the move. I sit and wait because I got time because they're my car's going through. They're drying other cars. As soon as they make that move, that's when I'm like take take (laughs) take my money out of my pocket. Let it be known and. Show them. I don't show them like I'm like, hey, look. But yeah. but I I I hold the five dollar bill by the tip, 
so you can see it's a five. You give it the yeah. old. Yeah. Stretch so you, it out. Yeah. See it's a five and then slip it into the little slot. Yeah. So they know that I'm the guy who tipped them five bucks. You, you got to do it sometimes. Well, it's true, man. That's Sometimes they get your service. We had that call, caller and he said, hey, I tip them. What do you say before they do work on my car or whatever oh, yeah. it was? I tip them beforehand. Yeah. And that's another move. That's a move. Hey, and I did the thing that Frank talked about in the bar where when I was in uh, Seaside a couple of weeks ago, I was at the bar. The the bartender was two bar. There's three bartenders. One of them gave me a free soda when I went to pay him. He goes, "No, no, it's okay." And I was like, "Oh, thanks." And then the other bartender, she asked if I wanted another beer, and I said yes. And she just gave me the beer and didn't take the money. And wow. obviously, I had the money on the bar, so you know I don't have a tab. She didn't ask if I had a tab. She just gave me a beer, and I was like, "Oh, wow." So then I did. Then when she looked at me and I, I shook my head and I like I like I didn't want it anymore. And then she gave me another beer and I didn't want it, but oh, I wasn't gonna be like, I didn't want to like I didn't want to say no, I don't want this. So I just took it and I took like maybe two or three sips out of it and that was it. Yeah. But I had a ten on the bar and I left it. And right. I, and I so I gave yeah. a ten dollar tip because they gave me a beer and a soda. Yeah, that's cool. So I will do that. that I'm, you know, I, I if you're not gonna if you're gonna sit at the bar, either you put money out for them every time they give you a drink, you yeah. tip them a buck or two, or you do what I did and you wait, and then at the end you give them like ten bucks. Mm-hmm. Right. Usually, if you do that method, where like you leave you the tip money, them, well, if you tip them each time, then they'll like throw in like the free drink because they know like. Oh, right. like this guy's tipping me well. Like he's tipping every time. Right. So they'll hook you up. And maybe because I tipped him the first time. Yeah. That right. That's why he gave me the free soda. And then, and then I, I don't think the other bartender saw the soda and then just gave me a beer. Yeah. And I don't or, know. Or you could just tip heavy the first drink. Right. Because you know you're going to stay there. And then this way they know. They, they're oh, going to take tipped care of you. Half the amount. Yeah. And right. they, they're going to. The he's going to want more drinks. And they take care of you. Yeah. Right. They you they know to take care of you because yeah. you tipped them well. Right. So that's also the move. Uh, we got to talk about superstar Frank Morano. Oh, boy. The highest of horses. So this guy gets the superstar platinum card from Bally's in Atlantic yep. City, which we played the message that was left for him. And he promptly, of course, ran to Bally's to pick up the actual card. I can't even believe that they even have cards, like an actual card. Like, you would think it'd be something on your phone, something that would yeah. be scannable. And maybe there is that, too, but there actually is an actual card. They're classy yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, that they were like, oh, but they said to him in the message, didn't it say, come pick up your card? Yeah, like a play, is it like a player card? Something, like a, I guess like it's casino? something like that, yeah. Because Ocean still does cards, too. Well, because think about like you got to have a card. Yeah, because like, most of the people that still go to casinos, especially Atlantic City, are like 80 and above. Yeah. It's still a destination like that. They're not going to do no phone tap. They don't know how to do that. Like sort of thing. They don't know anything with the with the with the code and and they don't they can't do all that and stuff. The, the cart, the automatic reader on your phone. Yeah, they can't do that with that QR code. They don't know yeah. what's going on. So they just get an actual card. So Frank promptly gets his card. So they say he's superstar status. So now he wants to be known as superstar Frank Morano, much like superstar Billy Graham, the wrestler, that he now, his new title, 
besides being Reverend Murano, he should be superstar Reverend Frank. Did I say Romano? I, I think so. <laughs> he wants it's to be. Kinda, it's not. It's not that. Uh, dog has never been said before. Yeah. Well, he wants to be superstar Reverend Frank Morano. That's his new title. That no one is going to call him Mister Superstar. No one at all. Superstar? What? What are you a superstar at? Yeah, losing a, money. Spending exactly. money. Yeah. yeah. Superstar. Not spending. Losing. Bang. Yeah, a plummeting bank account. Yeah, superstar at shooting craps or superstar at losing at craps. They're going to start calling him Mush Frank Morano. Yeah, Mush. He'll be Mush. Eddie Mush. Yeah, Mush Frank Morano. Superstar Mush Frank Morano. That'll be his new name. So, And, of course, they give you the card for the incentive to go lose more money. Right. That's the whole yeah. point. Oh, we're going to comp you a oh, room. Look, you've we're lost comp you this. Yeah, you've lost $10,000 this year. Here's your superstar card. <laughs> exactly. Like, why, Yeah, why would you get a superstar card for losing money? Because they want you to come back and lose more. Yeah. You're, you're their best customer. I bet the winners don't get superstar cards. No, they don't. They kick them out. Yeah. Like, they, they, listen, they go, don't huh, come back. Watch this. They're, they're sitting up in the, in the nest. They call it the nest. Yeah. Where they're watching cameras and they go, Keep an eye on that guy. He keeps winning. There must be something going on there. Oh, yeah. That's what they do when you keep winning. They want to make sure you're on the up and up. <laughs> Frank's God, a favorite. Superstar Romano is not no superstar. Yeah. Now, the other thing that he talked about, and I, I've thought about this in the last hour or two that he's talked about it. And I went from, that sounds so disgusting to me, to, huh, maybe I'll try it. Because I thought about, except for American cheese, Frank's taste and my taste in food are somewhat similar. They're not that far off. Mm-hmm. He likes egg salad. I like egg salad. Um, I know he eats a lot of salmon, yeah. as he likes to say. I don't mind it, but mm-hmm. I think we have somewhat similar tastes. And I do like cottage cheese. Oh, I can't. I don't love cottage cheese. I'm not some kind of cottage cheese connoisseur. I'm not fiending for cottage cheese. Usually I have it when I'm on a diet. I'm trying to lose weight. It's something that you can eat because they have fat-free cottage cheese that tastes exactly like regular cottage like cheese. Else, yeah. So this whole thing that he said that this TikTok trend or person that he watched that you said that he said took Dijon mustard with cottage cheese and I went ugh mm-hmm. that sounds absolutely disgusting to me yeah i the, don't the mix of those flavors i'm not so i'm not that crazy about dijon mustard to begin with i do like um not yellow mustard. What's the other mustard? Sp- like the de- spicy, spicy brown mustard. Yeah, yeah spicy yeah, brown sure. mustard. That is I like, really good. I like that better than the yellow mustard. So I guess spicy brown is somewhere between Dijon and yellow mustard. Yeah. I guess it's a little bit different taste. But Frank said it changed his life, which I'm like, Dude. what the hell kind of life are you having? If, uh, cottage if, cheese and if mustard. Dijon and must yeah. and Dijon and cottage cheese. Changed your life. You know I, what's I, going on with your life. I mean, I know you have a son who's eating crayons. I mean, maybe yeah. that's why it changed your life. It's the Morano diet. Yeah, Dijon and cottage cheese. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I've always... Dude, cottage cheese kind of disgusts me. To be Why? Honest. It's the, the, I texture. Hate the texture. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate the texture. I don't like the taste either. I mean, like, the one thing that I... I mean, it's pro- packed with protein, so I should like it. Yeah. Because, like, it's good for the gym, but I just right. can't stomach it. So, how much like, have I you just, eaten? Have you, you Have you eaten? You've eaten it, though, haven't yeah, you? Yeah. And you just don't I like just, it. I can't. Have you, yeah. tr- have you been like, you know what? I'm going to try maybe, this again. Maybe I'll try the Dijon in it. Ah. Uh, maybe it'll, it'll change the game. Well, I'm thinking if Frank liked it <laughs> that much, the way he right, said it. the way he... Yeah. Because, again... My first thought was that sounds absolutely disgusting. But the way he was like, this changed my life, I was like, well, maybe I should try it. So I'm, now I'm thinking, I got to go buy some Grey Poupon. <laughs> and, and I don't have any of that. I don't have Grey Poupon in my house, and I don't have cottage cheese right now in the house. Mm. So maybe the next time I go grocery shopping, I will purchase some Grey Poupon and cottage cheese and put it together and see what it tastes like. Why not? Yep. Hey, listen, when I was a kid, I was the kid that put orange juice and milk in the same glass oh, and drank it. What the? Yeah, because every kid goes, well, milk, orange juice, let's see what it tastes like. Oh, man. Sheesh. Disgusting it, is you what know, it tastes like. I, I had to watch the, the, the video that Frank was talking about. Of, Closer to the mic. Of, I had to watch there the, you go. the video. <laughs> Don't be, the mic won't bite you. Promise. It seems like it. Um, I had to watch the video of, of the girl eating the cottage cheese and the mustard. And the moment I watched her, she took she took like a whole chicken sausage, dipped it in cottage cheese and mustard, took a bite. Like the audio played, but it wasn't that good, right? Because um, you can't. It, so she used it as like a sauce, yeah. for the yeah. chicken. And it was, it it looked disgusting because she was eating it in her car. Oh and it, well, yeah. Like it just the it, whole scene. It, it seemed like. Somebody, somebody was just incredibly like they had two things left in their fridge, and they were like, "Screw it, why not?" But and where, was, where was the chicken from? She, she it seemed like she was pulling it out of her ass. I couldn't tell. <laughs> she just had it with her because I, it's she was the one that created <laughs> created the she diet. She pulled it out of her ass. Yeah, like where did she have? Like she's just like, oh, look, chicken I just sausage. happen to have chicken, chicken sausage. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was, so it wasn't <laughs> even real sausage. chicken. Yeah, yeah. Where do you get that? I don't know about that mixture though. Like, I mean, well, it's I, just I don't know. And, and then she had like a she like, had carrots too to dip in it. It was like so she used it as a condiment, dude. Mustard, yeah. cottage cheese. I mean, mustard and then is a condiment. Chicken sausage. That's just like yeah. That trio to me is not. I would sound just eat appetizing. The, right. I would just eat the cottage With cheese the and the mustard. Like I wouldn't eat anything on it. Like cottage cheese to me, I I eat just cottage cheese by itself. Like. Like a spoonful of cottage cheese, and that's it. I wonder if it's meant, like, if, because we haven't tried it, if it's meant to be more of a, like, a sauce rather than something to eat whole. I don't think it so. Because be, it could be, like, hummus for all you know. I don't think so, because Frank ate it that way. He just ate the cottage cheese with the mustard. So if that's what he did, I think I, we could do the same thing. I'm oh, going to try it. Are you going to try it? I think I'll try it. I'll go for it. Do you eat cottage cheese? Uh, not not often. But if I if I do, but you don't of... hate it. Like Ken hates it. No, Ken no. Ken just walked out. By the way, my 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 grandfather's favorite breakfast is cantaloupe and cottage cheese. That's yeah. That's, that's a that's, that's a classic classic old man. Yeah, cla- and it's a classic combo. Yeah, cantaloupe and cottage and th- cheese. And that's the way I, that's the way I'll eat it. Yeah, like normally f- if I any do that. kind of fruit with cottage cheese, mm-hmm. any kind of melon and cottage cheese is a normal. Type of thing to, for people to eat. Yeah, I've gotten that but, in a diner before. Right, it's, so it's decent. So eating this will be different. And again, it's if somebody just said it to me, I'd have gone. 
No way I'm ever trying that. It sounds absolutely disgusting. But the way Frank raved about it, I'm like, I got to try this. It's tempting. Because, you know, I know he likes egg salad. I know he likes, like, macaroni and cheese. I know he's a big cheese guy. I like cheese. I don't know that I like the assortment of cheeses he likes because <laughs> I do like American cheese. He scoffs at that, like, ugh, how dare you? Like, he looks down his nose. What, he's like camembert? No, he, yeah, he looks down his nose at American cheese. Like, that's not real cheese. That's what he said to me once. That's not even real cheese. It's cheese product. I'm like, I don't care what it is. It tastes, tastes good, good on a burger. Yeah. Now, you have to have cheddar cheese. That's a real cheese. I'm like, shut up, yeah. dude. I like American cheese. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, I'll probably go home right now and eat a cheeseburger because that's what I do. I go home and eat dinner now. So that's what I'm probably going to do right now. So we're going to end it right there. Uh, if you've listened to this, you also want to listen to The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Marano for the same day as August, today being August 8th, as the two shows go together. So listen to The Darker Side of Midnight, listen to The Other Side of Midnight for August 8th. Also remember, again, like and subscribe to... I don't know if you like them, but yeah, you can like it. Subscribe to both podcasts so you will get them as soon as they are published. Uh, and also join the Murano Radio Fans and Haters Facebook group as there's a lot of stuff going on there. And we'll end it like we do every day. Your influence counts. Have your pets spayed or neutered.